0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sean and Elliot Read the Bible, uh, episode 8. Uh, I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm one of the co hosts. Great to have you here. We're uh, recording early. Um, just really looking forward to getting into the book of Numbers part two here. Might be doing something different as well. And um, Elliot, why you you look very forlorn? What's up? And I'm Elliot Fallows. Good afternoon. Oh, I mean, we've. I didn't know there was a time limit on me introducing you.
1: No, just uh if there was a time limit it's probably within the like first 40 <laughs> seconds of the show. <laughs> That's right. This is Elliot J Fallows by the way. If it's your first time listening, it's, you know, it's both of our show. It's us reading the Bible, recapping the stories and uh having very in- intellectual conversations about them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're discussing important theological uh debates and and other words ...that make us sound like we're educated.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, if this is your first time listening, feel free to t- come here. Feel free to come in early on. No, nope, that, thing is the joke we've killed. We've killed that joke, that's fine. The key thing is, mm-hmm.
1: come. So, this is the Abboard. second part of the Book of Numbers. We're going to finish up the Book of Numbers uh, that we started last week. And with a little bit of a format change, we're also going to cover Deuteronomy, the next book of the Bible... Uh, we'll explain it more later, but basically, we'll just say there's not an awful lot of new stuff in Deuteronomy, so we're just going to cover the new things here. Otherwise,
0: you know, we're doing it for your benefit, listeners. Yeah,
1: otherwise, the next episode will be ten minutes long because
0: Deuteronomy's got hardly anything going on. We're not making it. We're not making decisions here that make the podcast worse. Okay. No. It, if it, you're listening there in your little hovel or whatever it is, and you're going, why are they why are they doing that? I want every book of the Bible. We're doing it for your benefit. We're doing every book. Yeah. We're doing every book. All right, the decisions come from upstairs. This isn't our call. It's not our call.
1: Welcome to the show. Somebody's had a bit of an adventure this week, haven't they? Somebody's had a bit of news.
0: <sighs> Welcome to the show, everyone.
1: Viral sensation Sean McLaughlin.
0: We have a lot. We have a lot to tuck into. Yeah. Um, one of the things is a is a thing that's happened to me. Yeah. We've each had a donut. Listeners should know. I'm covered in sugar.
1: Yeah. Finally, my outside is expressing my inside. <laughs> Finally, woolly cardigan covered in sugar.
0: We're also uh, we're recording in the morning. Yes What re- sort of vibe Do you think this will bring A different vibe to the show I think it will yeah. I think it
1: will be more Of a child friendly Channel 5 milkshake Type of uh, vibe Milkshake That's what kids watch now That's what babies watch Babies It's called milkshake I don't I, I never watch Channel 5 Oh really Well, the presenters are sexy I <laughs> don't know why They're putting all these Sexy people in front of kids It shouldn't be allowed
0: Yeah Yeah I think it should be Only waterball mingers On children's TV
1: <laughs> Absolutely should Otherwise you're going To confuse the kids <laughs> You don't want them <laughs> getting that first bonus, eh? just because they saw some artwork they did on the wall.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I forgot about that. I also sort of don't really think about children's TV. But it was stuff like that. It was like they'd send in birthday cards. Yeah. And people on TV would read birthday cards to people at home. <laughs> and we'd all watch it. Like we gave it's a like, shit. I don't give a shit about Angela's birthday. I don't give a shit. I imagine, like, if I'm in a restaurant and yeah. they also say happy birthday to someone on the other side of the restaurant. I'm like... Do you join it? No, I'm like, fuck fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. And they used to put that on television. Yeah. Do you join it if people say happy birthday? It
1: depends how drunk I am, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can really ruin someone's birthday. Elliot got drunk last night, apparently. He, um, he turned up to my flat and he was like, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm nearly hungover today. Really, but he's hungover. What were you drinking? Uh, well, it started as Prosecco.
1: Oh. And then it's... Uh, <laughs> Carried on a bit more for a second, and uh, then I think it was beer, and then I think it was something else,
0: but I don't remember. This is what it's like, you know. You host a really successful podcast. You know, the, the people rails. of the people of Bible Corp are sorting us out with some sweet access all areas parties. Absolutely, I went to that new Bible nightclub. It was
1: it started as bottomless brunch, and yeah. then it becomes a club.
0: Yeah, and where is it? New Cross. <laughs>
1: Really, <laughs> that's all right. I okay. think that's solid stuff. It is. It's good. It's good. I just wasn't expecting it. Um, but yeah, no, they
0: really know how to how to treat you over there. at Bible club, <laughs> Bible <laughs> and, club at New Cross. Yeah, um, uh, they sell th- Bibles yeah. there, by the way. If you if you've been thinking, if you've been listening to this show, you'd be like, I need to get me a Bible. Yeah, pop down to Bible Club. Just get on the East East London line down to New Cross. You yeah. can't get a bus from Brixton. Um, and go, go. What's the cover in charge there? into Bible Club? You have uh, to pay a lot? No, you just have to pray a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, baby.
0: You have to pray a lot?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they do They do sell Bibles there, and if you want, you can su- suckle on the pages, and you get some sweet tequila as well. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. soak every Bible in tequila. Do they have poppers? You know it. I know it. So that's where Elliot was last night? Yes. If if, we're, if either of us was going to go off the rails, I really assumed it would have been you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I suppose you're living off the rails, aren't you? What are you talking
0: about? What's your new story? I am the
1: rails. (laughs) You keep, yeah.
0: Uh, All right. So what's happened then? Come on. I'm going to tell the the audience a tale. Yeah. Now, our listenership. Now, you are lucky that you're hearing this episode. I'll start by saying that. Because there was briefly a point this week where I was frankly too good for this shit.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You had some press coverage. Yeah. Just for existing in your life. I was sent. Uh-huh. A script earlier this week, Elliot. Okay. From a film company. Whoa. Feature films. Okay. A fe- Yeah, a feature film. Okay. okay. They wanted me to play a role in it. Okay. The character was called Bobby. They said, have a look at the script. See what you think. Filming starts very soon. Okay. And I was like, okay.
1: This, this is totally normal. A big step up for Sean McLaughlin. Being offered a part in a film from from nowhere, like well, it's
0: not a step up, is it? It's it's, well, it's you suddenly. From, it's not from no. <laughs> I mean, it's from nowhere. But everyone, you know, I it was. It's a Canadian production. I do gigs in Canada. It's not that ridiculous. Okay, it's you not know, that ridiculous. You've never acted there. Yeah, I've, I'm in a freaking sitcom next year. You're playing a comedian. <laughs> you're playing yourself, Elliot. Why are you trying to fuck me here? <laughs> why are you trying to fuck me here?
1: Okay, I apologize, I apologize. I'm very <laughs> proud of you.
0: I got sent this script. Of course, Uh it's a bit weird, but I read through the script. I'll level with you, Elliot. Biggest piece of shit you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Really? Biggest piece of shit. I can't, I probably can't name it, but I will, we can read bits of the script later, maybe even on here. Okay. It is, I mean, honestly, you think there's too many cum jokes in this podcast? Yep, not anymore. Compared to that film? Really? We are totally, totally fine compared to them. Okay. It is all, it was just, it was like, it's like a teen sex comedy set in like a tech firm. It's like, I mean, it's not great. You're 31. Yeah, I wasn't playing one of the t- teens having sex. I was playing, I was playing the assistant to the villain. <laughs> okay. I was the assistant to the villain. Who That's was,
1: even weirder now that I know the end of the story. Isn't who
0: it? was described as, um in in the bio they went, he's the brilliant And mysterious assistant to the... He's not brilliant. Basically, if you read the character, he has massive learning difficulties. But they sort of get over it by saying, but he's brilliant. No, he's not. At one point, he just starts screaming and steals a stray cat. Many of the scenes end with him just farting. And you agree to be in it? No, I said no. Okay. I said, no, I'm not doing this. Okay. Elliot, I'm not not selling out the integrity of this podcast to be in some X-rated tripe. Okay? (laughs) And I expect you to do the same. Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, we then get another email back at my agency saying, we're really eager for him to come out and do it. We'll fly him to Montreal. He'll stay the best hotel in Montreal. We'll show him incredible time. It'll be a first-class flight. We can work around his schedule. He can do two days on set, and we can take it from there. And if he doesn't like it after the two days, he can walk away. It's absolutely fine. We'll give him £15,000.
1: Is that how films work?
0: They let you come and visit, and then yeah, they let see you just... if you like it. And like, I don't think
1: they do that with I don't. Think Chris Hemsworth going, like, you know what? I'm not really feeling this.
0: Well, no, I, it, we, I, 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 <laughs> like what, I they what, film
1: I, a little bit of it, and then what if you don't like it? You they have to basically leave said it's film it again. They
0: basically said it's a cameo. You can have like a cameo role. You can do it all in a few days. But it was. But at this point, we're like, well, that's a lot of money. I and mean, what if I work? do take this role of? Bobby, what if I do take it? How much would I get for doing the month's filming? Mm. So we're having that conversation, and at this point we get an email back going, it appears that we've been pursuing the wrong Sean McLaughlin the whole time. Oh, no. There's a YouTube gamer called Sean McLaughlin, and they wanted him. Oh, they
1: didn't want that guy who punched a woman to death
0: for an iron brew, or whatever it was. <laughs> Strangely enough, they didn't. <laughs> oh. We will pay for the finest lawyers. Wow.
1: Um, <laughs> So, could we've discussed this previously on on possibly the old podcast, mm. there are a number of different Sean McLaughlins, mm. one of whom is a very famous YouTube, YouTube gamer. gamer. Yeah. Little Irish lad with big green hair, and all the kiddies love him.
0: Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. The kids do love him. I mean, what can I say to you? I'm absolutely fucked off. This Livid. is...
1: Livid. It's sad, because I... I know how excited you would have been at some point, even though you didn't maybe like the film, possibly the offer of a film and going to Canada and doing it and being treated like a bit of a star. I bet you (laughs) fucking loved that. The film is awful. And then to have it taken away for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was just
0: how thick do you have to be to offer a role to someone and never look at the bio on there? On their agent's website. Very strange. How thick do it you have It mentions to be?
1: this podcast on that bio. <laughs> and they never went, oh, we didn't know we had a podcast about the Bible. That's so weird. What's... Okay, so I'm, I'm a fan of you. You're a good guy. What? I like all the work you do. <sighs> I think you're it. <sighs> thanks, okay? thanks. So you know I mean this with absolute
0: respect. <sighs> okay. okay. I'm very flattered. Whatever it is you're about to say, I'm very flattered. How could you ever have thought that they meant you? for this Elliot why would they offer you a film role because you never know what people want maybe they probably saw me do stand up when I was in Canada I've done I've done the Montreal Comedy Festival I've done Just for Laughs maybe they saw me doing that maybe they thought I was perfect for the role of Bobby they thought yes this guy knows how to fart and, <laughs> and talk in rhyme and
1: scream and steal a cat uh, well it seems like you've dodged a bullet and I'm very happy for you
0: and you've got bigger and better career moves coming have I? Yeah. Anyway, the key thing is, I did a little tweet about that. I did a tweet about the email. And I thought people would like it, mm-hmm. and find it funny. It then got retweeted a lot, it then got put up on a website. Where, an ele- I mean, look, it's journalism, I get how it works, but they were like, the agony of the comedian. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's not, it's, I'm not in agony. Oh, yeah, uh, anyone right. listening to this because of that should know I'm not in agony. And they've used that photo of you that's really angry as well, so it yeah, looks like, like you're <laughs>
1: saying <It's> that, just... <laughs> all the pictures being taken. And I'm
0: now being sent genuinely, like, pro bono legal advice about how to demand compensation. Really? I never signed anything. I need this to be clear. I never signed anything. The whole thing happened very quickly. <laughs> but the weird thing is, there's two really weird things here, mm-hmm. right? One, they never, they never checked. They never checked. No. The only reason I'm not in Canada right now, and I'm not joking, it started filming today, is because at the 11th hour I said to them, do you know, make sure that I'm not the other YouTuber. If I hadn't have said that to my acting okay, I'd be out there on a film set now with a bunch of people going, what the fuck have we done? What do we (laughs) do with this lanky nobody, this fucking idiot? And I'd be there going, look, You've got a better deal. I've got a big following. I've got a Bible podcast. <laughs> They'd be going this is the worst thing that could have possibly happened. Oh my god. We gosh. thought we were getting a cool young gamer. I said we've got an elderly an elderly Bible freak. <laughs> oh. And the second thing is, uh-huh. You want to you want this to go real freaking Black Mirror? Okay. Sean McLaughlin, the other Sean McLaughlin, mm-hmm. how many people have referred to it as the real Sean, the McLaughlin, real Sean McLaughlin, which yeah. is quite offensive. Because <laughs> he doesn't even go by Sean McLaughlin. He goes by Yeah, He's but, not even known as Sean McLaughlin. But people still call him the real Sean McLaughlin.
1: <laughs> like you'll have my to own change mother your, your, calls <laughs> him the real Sean McLaughlin. You'll have to change
0: your name and go by something else just to avoid this now. He is represented by my old agent. Is he really? Yeah. For what? For gaming, for being a YouTube gamer,
1: he has an agent. Yes, but well, just, he just didn't he just do that in his
0: bedroom. I don't fucking know. Mm. I guess he does like appearances, doesn't he? And he does like tours and stuff. I hate that shit. Well they might be listening now. now we are getting, getting a, a bigger fi- market. Now he's getting a film role as well. well now he's got a hot film role. I wanted to I wanted to be in that nightclub scene where I look at the sexy cosplayers and have to go, Whoa, look at them. I wanted that.
1: That's good acting.
0: I wanted to be in the bit where the dad says that the macaroni cheese tastes like his cum.
1: I wanted that. <laughs> That's my dream, Elliot. You do basically do that on this anyway.
0: I've been method for ten years for the role of Bobby. (laughs) Most coveted role in Hollywood. The key thing is... Whatever
1: Canada's equivalent of Hollywood is.
0: (laughs) Just give us a fucking review on iTunes, you (laughs) fucking
1: cunt. Because everything's going great I could have had
0: a fucking Hollywood career, and now I'm fucking trapped in my flat again with Elliot. You know what I like about that story? Is
1: the the story went big for a moment and, like, the tweets are very popular and people really like it. Mm. So in my head, I was like, what if he becomes internet famous and then they just offer him the role sincerely? Yeah, I know. Because he becomes so popular from this. Like, what if you as a tweeter become more popular than him as a gamer and then you get film roles... Sent to the man who killed a woman over an iron brew. (laughs) Like, he gets a film role and they
0: go, no, we wanted the comedian Sean McLaughlin. It's it's fascinating, really. There's so many Sean McLaughlins. Yeah. As you'll find out when you come and see my show, Hail Mary, uh, the Soho Theatre in March, and on tour nationally. Wonderful show. Cannot wait to see it again. Me neither. Can't wait to perform it to all of our fans. Wonderful. 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 Um, buy the tickets, though. Buy the tickets, like the podcast. I don't care how you live your life. I've had a shit week, <laughs> listeners. All right? I've had a shit week. Okay? You had a lovely week. Fuck you, Elliot. <laughs> you fucking know I've had a shit week. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. The, the The thing that cheers me up the most, though, in life is always... Talking about the Bible. Gotta come back to that good
1: book. Gotta calm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop stop it. it. No, it's dead. We killed it.
0: Okay, we killed it. And it's not being resurrected. It's not being res erected. Okay.
1: Okay, let's kick off into the rest of the book of Numbers.
0: Baboo. So here we are. Uh, the Book of Numbers Part 2. We'll do a quick uh, recap in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, off mic there in the break. Hope you had a good break, listeners. I mean, I'm having a terrible time. You've heard about my problems this week. Now Elliot's throwing at me that apparently I'm too lazy on the podcast. No, not that you're lazy. No, you're saying that I'm lazy, lazy that the, I make lazy jokes. The, the cum joke that you keep making what jo- is what very joke?
1: lazy. What joke? When Whenever the word cum comes up in the Bible... Remember you the word what?
0: What's c- up in the Bible?
1: No, no. Whenever the word come comes into the Bible, you, you make that one same joke over and over again, and I've told you to stop it, and we killed it, and we're never doing it again.
0: We are a Bible podcast. Yes. I read passages from the Bible. If you are interpreting them your own way, that is the point of this. I read from the Bible the exact words as they are written, and if you want to interpret them a different way, if you see a more sexual underlining than, than I'm putting in, then you come out and say that, Okay. I'm just reading what I what what's in the, what's in the book? If if you got a problem with the Bible? No no, I'm the one I'm
1: the intellectual here. You are right? the intellectual? I'm the intellectual here. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm making jokes. That what's happening in Syria? That you don't even uh, doesn't we don't have time for that. I think we should dedicate a whole podcast to what's happening in Syria right now. So I won't trivialize it by talking about it here. Okay. I won't go from cum jokes to Syria because we all know the situation in Syria, and we all know it, yeah. is 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 important enough, yeah, that it it requires more time, and we just don't have the time. Great, you've got, you've got a driving lesson in two hours. I've got a
0: driving lesson in two hours, but I'll cancel that. Let's start this Syria podcast. No, no you, you've got
1: to learn how to drive for your yeah? career.
0: Yep. Are you sure? Yeah. So that's more important than what's going on over there. No, I think I. That's think... a massive humanitarian crisis, but you still think me learning to drive is bigger? Okay, I'll write a think piece about Syria.
1: Is that gonna? Is that gonna calm you down a bit? Is that gonna is that, is that gonna whop me down, calm you down a bit? That's fine. I, I don't need to be. I don't need to be calmed down. Okay. So that's the final time
0: we ever mention the cum jokes. Okay, Look, listeners. I'm very sorry if you think that I'm making cheap jokes. I don't even know that I'm making jokes. You know, I I'm just reading what the Bible is saying, and you know, it's is, a, it's a shame that I'm doing this with someone who has such little regard for the text. That he will willfully ignore passages because in his because he's t- he's too perverse in his own mind that every time he, he hears the word "come" and it's like "come here, come there," he thinks of of the sex act. I think that's sad, and it's sad that he's now projecting that onto me.
1: I think I think it's sad that we've had to have this little discussion. I did say let's keep it off. This is Mike. not let's this is not a discussion. This is I, not a discussion. Have, this is a character assassination. I have, that's what this I, is. I have nothing but respect uh, for you, Sean. Yep. You yep. know that. Yep. I respect and love you, yeah. and I respect the Bible, this wonderful Bible I have right here with a picture of Amy Poehler on the front, and it says, yes, please, just got a hand in the air. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a book that's <laughs> as you cle- know. that very clearly I respect, as long as you don't look too closely at it when I'm on the tube and know what I'm reading, because I'm full of shame. So, where we left off... It was, a, it was an eventful episode, the last one. The last one was great. Uh, the last one was a cracker. It was mostly God flipping out and then killing loads of people for hardly anything, really. Uh, and he's learnt some new tricks. It's now not just fire. It's plagues. It's the ground eating people up. Yes, and like a squirtle people, he has been yeah. built up. Uh, we were introduced to Miriam, who is Aaron's sister. Uh, she was given leprosy for being a bit... A bit Moody, I guess. And yeah, have, have, for asking one question. Yep, and Aaron got away with, with, with it scot-free. Uh, yeah. And then,
0: obviously, the major moment. What? Aaron himself. Uh, Aaron did die. He succumbed. Uh, Moses is still leading the party. They're close to the end. They had a few battles. God got pissed off at them. Aaron is dead. Miriam is dead. Moses has gone a bit mad. Let's finish off this incredible story that started an exodus of the Israelites. Are you ready, Elliot? I absolutely am. When the Canaanite... Canaanite. Canaanite, king of Arad, who lived in Negev, heard that Israel was coming along the road to Atharim, he attacked the Israelites. So we're off to a big start. This This is the first moments of this episode. It's a big battle. Yep. Kicking things off. Israel made this vow to the Lord. If you deliver these people into our hands, we will totally destroy their cities. That's right. So this bad guy king has kind of arrived on the scene...
1: And is trying to pick a fight with the Israelites. They even take a few. They take a few captive. Mm.
0: And uh, the remaining Israelites say to God, if
1: you bring them over, here, we'll beat them up for you.
0: And it then says, the Lord listened to Israel's plea, gave the Canaanites over to them. They completely destroyed them and their towns. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, I, I'm starting to lose sympathy for the Israelites. They, I have to say. They're a bit. And as this book goes on, yeah. I do lose sympathy for them a bit more. They're a bit thuggish, aren't yes. they? Yes. Um, they they're framing it as a revolu-
1: a revolution, really. Like yeah. moving across the desert and doing all this stuff, but they
0: how do they learn to fight? You know, they just had the had they had that gift. Maybe it was always inside them. There must oh, have okay. been some montage that we missed. Oh, where they're running up some stairs and punching some meat and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All that stuff. Punching meat. They love all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Then we get to one of the more bizarre stories. And that's saying something in this book. There are two stories here that are probably two of my favourites in the whole Bible that we've read so far. Mm. One of them is definitely my favourite. Yeah. Um, this one is the weirdest one. This is the one with the bronze snake. They travelled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea. The people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the desert? There is no bread. There is no water. We detest this miserable food. Shut the fuck up, boys. Same old, same
1: old, change the record.
0: Shut the... I'm fucking sick of them. But... You've just killed an entire town. You're telling me you couldn't salvage one bit of nice food. <laughs> yeah, it's so that town didn't have any food. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're
1: gonna kill everyone, at least pillage and pilfer, guys. But the uh, thing that I don't get about this now is, mm. it says they're going to, they're going to the Red Sea, mm. didn't they? Isn't that where they started? Uh, so They've gone the in circles <laughs> the whole time. Moses led them just round and round. Cause that's that's where they killed all the Egyptians.
0: I think that maybe they left their keys. <laughs> I think they walked all this way, and one of them was like. Oh, I've oh, left the keys, guys. I've left the keys for the promised land <laughs> in my drawer. <laughs> Fuck. We have to go back through the land of giants. We have to go back through all this stuff. Oh, my gosh. So, as always, the Israelites are moaning. They're going back to the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they're going back home, and yet they go, why did we leave Egypt? We're going back! We're going back. We're, We're going back. back. We turned
1: the car around. <laughs> But no, I think that's just confusingly worded. I assume they're walking on the edge of the Red Sea or something. Maybe they went the wrong way. They took a wrong turn.
0: It would make sense that they don't include that in the Bible. They're
1: being led by a man who's got no face. He's so. got no. <laughs> he's, he,
0: could, he probably can't tell where he's going. He's got no face or fingers. He's True. an alien, of course, Moses. Yes. And his, you know, his secret gay lover has just died. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what to do. He just wants to get back to Glee B- Blacks B- 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 4. <laughs> so the Israelites are moaning. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. So there we go, that's another new method of killing people, just for <sighs> speaking their mind. Unbelievable. Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it upon a pole. What? Make if it... I was Moses, and that was said, I go. You're gonna have to give me more. What do you mean? Make a snake out of what? We haven't even got bread. I don't have welding materials. You want me to make a snake and put it on a pole? And... Well, I mean, is that a, is that a, a pole? Is that a reference to a Polish person, or is that a reference to just a pole? <laughs> just
1: some guy. Yeah. Put
0: it on Slavic. <laughs> make a snake and put it on Slavic.
1: It's very peculiar. I think, is it symbolic of Aaron? Is that the idea? Because Aaron obviously turned a staff into a snake. Mm. So then is this god saying, don't forget Aaron? And everyone's going, we're not going to forget Aaron. Look, we've got this pole with the snake. And then yes, if, the, so. and then he says, if the snakes bite you, and you look at the snake on the pole, you look at the bronze snake, then you won't die. The only yeah. way to survive the venom is to look at the bronze snake. I, th- it's like a weird bit of magic. I mean
0: it's, it's it's pretty great I guess if that is a genuine cure
1: but it seems weird as well it seems like you should just get rid of the snakes god has the power to get rid of the snakes rather than i don't know i mean make
0: I'm, this weird thing i think there's something there's something fishy going on okay that's all I'm saying. You what you think God's a bit shifty? I just think there's something fishy going on. I mean, I think he's wearing his heart on his sleeve. I think he does exactly <laughs> what he wants. I don't think. He... So they sort of have the, they have the journey to Moab, mm-hmm. uh, which is boring, and we're not going to talk about that. Okay. There's now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you say why we're cramming two books into one episode now? <laughs> we have to get to the good shit at some point. Yeah. Uh, the Israelites approach a people, uh, Sion, Sihon. S-I-H-O-N. I had it, How are Zion. we pronouncing this? I had Sion. You had Sion, did yeah, you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Sion would not let Israel pass through his territory. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. He mustered his entire army and marched them out to the desert against Israel. When he reached Jahaz, he fought with Israel. Israel, however, put him to the sword and took over his land. Israel captured all the cities of the Amorites and occupied them, including Heshbon and its surrounding settlements. So they've taken over. Yeah. Israelites are really being dicks here. Or or yeah, or I guess they're taking what's rightfully theirs. But I don't know what these I've not got enough about what these kings have done wrong. Why can't we just be reasonable towards these kings? Well that's the thing is is that often it's just the the
1: story starts as the kings and the people leading these towns and cities hmm. and saying, No, oh, I don't like the look of this approaching army and then God and the army's reaction is to say what <laughs> you don't like what how yeah. dare you yeah and then they kill everyone in the city take over command and conquer and then the next king goes like why is this horrible army doing this yeah, well they, yeah. what, what are, they are clearly the villains here and then the army approaches them kills all of them destroys them
0: well here, here's what happens later moses sent spies to jazer the israelites captured its surrounding settlements drove the amorites who were there they turned and went up along the road towards bashan and og king of bashan good name for a band, make a note of that, and his whole army marched out to meet them in battle at Edrai. The Lord said to Moses, do not be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you and his whole army and his land. Do to him what you did to Shion king of the Amorites who reigned in Heshbon. So they struck him down, together with his sons and his whole army, leaving them no survivors. Oof. I mean, it's absolute slaughter. These are the heroes of the story. It's absolute slaughter. Yeah. And then we get to... One of my favourite stories in the whole Bible.
1: It's a wonderful story, and it introduces a new hero. Who? Balaam. 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 Uh, yeah, because our current generation of heroes are taking taking a moment away. And we're going to follow Balaam for
0: this story. That's what I like about this. That's what I like about this. We get introduced to a character later on. Yeah. He's important. Yeah, he's just a nice guy. He's a lovely bloke. We're having a bit of a breather away from the
1: aliens and time-traveling wizards and giants. and lepers. Time to have just a normal, Lions normal story. Lions and tigers and bears. Yeah. So, it starts with... Again, one of these leaders saying, I don't like the look of this army. Mm-hmm. He's called Balak. 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 Is that, my, my, is that right? Balak? Balak. What, whatever. He's Balak. And he's what? <laughs> he's Balak. He's Balak. He's Balak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, um... And that's cool. We're cool with that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, right? Yeah, he's Balak. <laughs> he's Balak. Balak. <laughs> Balak, uh, Balak was a leader... You need who... to stop saying Balak. Balak was a leader who sees the army approaching and sees every- all the horrible things they've done <laughs> and says, I don't like the look of this, yeah. which is quite reasonable. Mm. And he sends out a message to find Balaam, mm-hmm. who it seems is living in a little shack by a lake. <laughs> it was just this insane guy. I like Balaam. I like Balaam. I like his whole vibe. He's got to be a, a bit of a Rafiki vibe, I think. He's like a bit of a wise man, a bit of a creep. Mm. Because he seems to have the power. I'm getting very
0: mixed messages of what you think Rafiki is, <laughs> by the way. He's a very wise man. Oh, he's a creep. Rafiki's a creep. Do you think so? Oh yeah. From the Lion King, that is. Oh yeah.
1: Crazy man lives in a tree right by where the king lives, and then he like puts that weird gunk on the baby's forehead and weird like, gunk holds it holds it aloft like Michael Jackson at a window. It's very strange. It's very strange. Rafiki's a weirdo. Well,
0: he's like the ki- he's like the he's like the sort of um, he's like the priest or something, isn't he? Rafiki
1: is insane. You think Rafiki's insane? I've just thought about Rafiki. Get got... out of my, get, off my, property. <laughs> get needs, off my property. Rafiki needs mental health officials coming around and having to check on him. I How think. many mental of- health officials do you think there are at the Savannah? Oh, there's got to be a few. There's got to be Scars like... Scars made big cuts. There's got to be like an armadillo who knows who's got the training or something. If you're letting the weird monkey decide who should be blessed and who should be king and hoarding him aloft and things like that, you can hire people to make sure that he's okay because it's a very stressful job, I'd imagine. I think Rafiki snapped. I don't like him. Anyway, I Uh so on. I've never <laughs> heard
0: anyone express this opinion. Uh, right, everyone. This feels like a really dangerous opinion that Elliot's throwing at us. You, th- you watch The Lion King and you hate Rafiki. Yeah. You think Rafiki's what, like a bad guy? I don't think he's a
1: bad guy. I, no, I, I, it's not that I don't like him. It's that I think he needs help and nobody's... He's very, think he I he's think he's very sh- manic. He's very manic. He's clearly got a lot going on. Yeah. He's got quite a lot of problems. We never hear anything about him we just know that he's he's too active he's too on it all the time and i think someone needs to sit him down and say "Like, are you okay this isn't how
0: people behave it's not right i think i think the way he's being treated and ignored by people is disgusting i think you're arguing for conform for conformity there you're saying you're different to the rest of the pride so you need help no i think that's a disgusting message to send to our listeners what i'm saying is
1: he is sending out distress signals okay rafiki's got a problem going on and Mufasa and Simba and Timon and Pumbaa, they have seen it and they haven't, they're not there to support him. I think if you know someone with uh, mental health struggles, you should be talking to them, you should be making sure they're as okay as they can be. There are, there are people you can talk to, there are resources you can, you can use and uh, clearly Rafiki's in need and nobody's ever put their hand out for him. They're, they're, think, ne- they're neglecting him. They're I don't think he's him. in
0: need. I don't think he's in need okay i don't think he's near if it's a cra- if it's crazy if mm-hmm. there's mental health problems mm-hmm. to do with living in trees and forcing animals to wear makeup uh-huh. then put me in the loody house right now okay lock me up because i'm guilty that's how i spend my days okay 24 7 i can believe that i'm up that tree yeah. all right yeah. the minute you leave this flat i put on my tree crocs yeah and i will bustle up the tree and every time you see a baby, you put a bit of yop on its forehead. A bit of yop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of yop. I go, hey, what's that baby? And they go, it's just my baby. I go, he's the king! And I put the yop on it. And Let me tell you something. People around don't go, oh, that's scary. They go, what a great, cool, what a cool guy. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll, he'll know the, the chosen one when he comes back. Yeah. He'll know. Exactly. And I go, look at that puddle. And they go, what? I go, no, look hard. And I'm a pillar of the community. I think you fundamentally misunderstood the Lion King there. Rafiki's ill <laughs> All right? fair enough Rafiki's ill okay Balam so anyway Bala- anyway we're talking about Balam Balak,
1: Balak 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 summons Balam and Balam's living in a shack Balak goes to the shack to summon
0: Balam stop rhyming okay <laughs> stop rapping Elliot and Balam your your, your hip hop career is not going to be started on this podcast <laughs>
1: And Balaam said, yo, yo. <laughs> okay, so Balaam <laughs> seems to have the power to bless or curse. bless, bless or curse people or things. That's the gist, I guess. So Balaam goes so that Balaam will curse the approaching Israelite army. And it
0: appears to be sort of somewhere between, I mean, witch doctor isn't the right phrase, but what's the phrase? Like, witch doctor is one I'm thinking. But, like a more, but witch doctor has kind of a, got a negative connotation. It's more like the positive, the kind of...
1: Oh, like an alternative health...
0: Like a prescriber. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a sort of the local mystic or something. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that's
1: kind of what he is going for. Yeah, yeah. But he's also seemingly on the side of God already somehow.
0: Yeah, he's, well, I think so.
1: Because Balaam says, I'll assess the situation, but God has said that this army is blessed. Yeah. So I can't really go against that. Mm. I can't curse an army that God has blessed. Mm. Because, you know, the decision's already been made.
0: I mean, how far... <laughs> Does this God spread at this at this point? How yeah? How does uh, Balaam know like... about God? Oh, I fucking know what was I saying? Yeah, it seems like most <laughs> of the time, <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, people go like, "What? What is God? What is God?" Well, because he's new. He is new. He's pretty new.
1: They weren't in his lives before. No. So how is Balaam already a fan? Yeah. Unless the thing that makes Balaam weird and an outsider is that he's the guy who believes in God. <laughs> It's just this weird guy who believes in God. Well, Balam, guess what? You're about to be vindicated. (laughs) Because guess who's real? God. (laughs) Well, this is the confusing bit. This is where God flips and flops all over the shop. There's a
0: bit here where God is really... It's really weird. It's really weird.
1: So Balam basically, like, talks to God and says, what should I do with this army? Should I go to Balak? Mm. And God says, no, don't. Balak is on the opposing side. You ignore him. Yeah. And then uh, Balak sends people to come and get Balaam. And Balaam says, Should I go with them? And God's like, Well, yeah, go with them. But
0: do as I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's and literally then... the phrase. Uh, Since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. So basically saying, Balaam, go to Balak, mm-hmm. but you have to believe me.
1: <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> um, so then comes the best story what? that we've read so far. Then what? You just did one without doing the joke. I don't know you what you're talking about. You just said that they... There's no joke. ...came I to summon him. And I was expecting you to be like, oh, you'd think they sent an email or something like that. I don't know but what you're talking to-
0: about. Okay. I don't know why you, why you need to drag this podcast into the gutter. Hmm. Uh, um, yes, this is the, the best, best story. story. Is this the best story, right? And this is... Um, Can I just read? You read it. Can (laughs) Can I do the voices? Yes, we can do the voices. Can I just read the full sentence and then the next sentence to show you how quickly the mood changes in this book? Absolutely. So as I said before, God came to Balaam and said, since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. AKA, believe me, Balaam. (laughs) Next sentence. Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. But God was very angry when he went. So God's changed his mind. And God has immediately thought, why are you going
1: with them? Who told you to go with them? Maybe- it's like Fight Club. It's yeah. like it's like Fight Club. <laughs> it's like you came down here with shirtless Brad Pitt and told me to go with them. You walked down? And here comes the best bit of the story. Okay. So, Balaam's on his donkey. Mm-hmm. He's walking down the road. Mm-hmm. The angel of God appears on the road. The donkey freaks out. The donkey the donkey starts veering off path yeah, and trying to go the other way. So Balaam beats the donkey. <laughs> he beats up the donkey and goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? We need to go. God's told us we need to go. <laughs> and the, <donkey's>, d- <laughs> the donkey who can see the angel is going like...
0: <whistles> this is so funny. Yeah. The donkey can see the angel. The angel, it says in my book, has drawn its sword. The donkey's the hero of... <laughs> is like the protagonist of this story, really weirdly. So Balaam who's on a donkey that just suddenly veers off. His reaction, this crazy old shack dwelling fool, Yeah. is to get off the donkey and kick the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. And he does, literally. I mean, that's what it says. He beats the donkey. Yeah. yeah. He beats up the donkey.
1: And then, it happens again. The angel appears. The donkey veers off into kind of like this little alleyway or something. Mm-hmm. And, a narrow and path like,
0: between two vineyards, it says. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and,
1: yeah. uh it's, he kind of crushes Balaam's foot a little bit. He kind of just nudges him too much into the wall. Yeah. So again, Balaam beats him up. <laughs> Balaam beats up the donkey again. Beats her up again. Yeah. Um, and then it happens one more time. Angel appears. The donkey kind of hides under Balaam, like tries to hide behind him because he's scared of this creepy, weird angel creature. Yeah. Balaam beats him up again, and the angel of God enters the donkey, like yeah. the spirit of God. Yeah. And the donkey says, the donkey <laughs> says, the donkey says, why are you
0: beating me? <laughs> what is this? Have I not shoved you well? Why do you beat me? Imagine being Balam in this situation. <laughs> the fuck? Balam, what? What the fuck? Living fuck. Yeah. I've been beating my donkeys my whole life. Are you telling me you, you can speak this whole time? <laughs> so this weird,
1: creepy guy who lives in a shack by the lake also has animals talking to him. It's just super weird. So God's inside the donkey talking. Yeah. And I'm just imagining immediately this dopey voice. Like, Why are you beating me? <laughs>
0: like a proper eeyore donkey. This is the funniest bit, I think. It's yeah. The just totally doesn't put up with it. He Balam, back, Balaam answered the donkey, you have made a fool of me. <laughs> <You> missed <laughs> if,
1: a trick there by not saying you made an ass of me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've made an ass of me, donkey. <laughs> hey, I cannot We're believe... Great. You have made a fool of me. If I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. Take that, you know. The donkey then says to Balaam, am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? <laughs> Balaam just says, no. (laughs) No. Idiot. (laughs) Stupid donkey. Stupid fucking donkey. You talk doesn't mean you're smart. (laughs) The Lord opened Balaam's eyes. He saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road. So finally now Balaam sees the angel of the donkey seen. Yep. So he bowed down and fell face down. Classic move. Absolute classic. He's been to move the though. Moses
1: and Aaron school of, <laughs> of avoiding problems <laughs> with slapstick. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and then God basically says, why are you beating up your donkey? Your donkey's done the right thing. Your donkey saw me and was saying, don't come down this path. This isn't what I want you to do and the donkey veered away like I wanted, it saved you. If it wasn't for the donkey doing that, I would have killed you by now. Mm. It's like the donkey's, you know, saved you, and taken you off course. Even though, in Balaam's defence, Balaam was only doing what he was told by God. Uh, well, God changed his mind, He moved the goalpost and didn't let anyone know about it.
0: Well, that's what it says. It says here, the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. So he's and changed Balaam's his mind like, again, he's flipped back. That's what you... That's what you said that's what we've been doing. Why, why have you given me a lesson?
1: That's why I'm on the donkey in the that's first place. The do-
0: you don't have to make a donkey talk.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean if my donkey started talking, I'd beat it up. <laughs> but I like it. It's lucky he didn't beat it up after he started talking. I go, what the fuck? Oh my God. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything that God says. I'm gonna go to the circus and make a lot of money off this talking donkey. But I like that it does have the other side of the argument, because it does Suggest that Balaam's like, I didn't see you.
0: <laughs> like, you didn't <laughs> appear to me. I didn't know this was wrong. Yeah. The donkey saw you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so Balak hears that Balaam is coming. He went out to meet him at the well, Moabite town on the Arnon border. Well have done. You, very, you, very responsible of you. Grown up. Balak said to Balaam, did I not send you an urgent summons? Why didn't you come? Ugh. Balaam replied, well, I have come. But can I say just anything? I must speak only what God puts in my mouth.
1: There we are. So that's Bal- Balaam saying <laughs> that uh, don't giggle to yourself, all right? I'm not, At, g- show I'm not giggling. Show I'm some giggling. respect. I'm showing respect. So that's Balaam saying that he will say what God's saying and pretty much convey that message. He's the new He's the new main character for this short period. I
0: guess so, yeah. It's pretty cool that we're going into like side characters and stuff. Yeah. Suddenly we we're, we're, of, we've I got th- a bit of
1: universe building now coming out of it. Bit of world of building. Bit of world
0: building. And it can't come soon enough. There's then all these oracles... So Balam and Balak... Are together now. They're together.
1: Yep. The donkey is dead? The donkey's <laughs> off on his own for spin-off adventures. Donkey's off on his own. He's starting a new audiobook series about his time travelling. No, his
0: time travelling. His time travelling. I like that. Yeah, it's an accident. <laughs> Great. That's what this podcast is for. Happy accidents. It's just a shame when you know you have happy accidents and then... Balam some... and Balak are together. <laughs> Balam and Balak are together. <laughs> and they're surveying... Basically, the army of the Israelites
1: from a slight distance.
0: Yes, they are. And Balak asks Balaam to curse the Israelite people. Mm-hmm. Put a curse on them, Balaam. Put a curse on them. Beat them up metaphorically, the way you beat up your donkey. Mm-hmm. So physically, then Balaam uttered his oracle. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, he said. I mean, I all I can do is read what's in the Bible. I don't know what you want me to say. Curse Jacob for me. Come. Denounce Israel. I mean, that is disrespectful. Balak said to Balaam, "What have you done to me? I bought you to curse my enemies, but you've done nothing but bless them." He answered, "Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth?" Is that a blow your preference? You think? I think it must be. Must be. So Balaam wants
1: to maybe bless instead of curse, which goes against Balak's belief that <laughs> bless is the wrong choice.
0: And and again, it happens a second time. Balak said to him, "Come." With me to another no, place. Seriously,
1: it's not funny. <laughs> come come, on, with come me. on, just read it. I'm do it I'm reading
0: it. Come with me to another place where you can see them. You will only see a part but not all of them. And from there curse them for me. So he does exactly the same thing. He says all well, this whole thing mm-hmm. with Balak. Well sorry. Balaam says his whole thing, and at the end, Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. Balaam answered did I not tell you I must do whatever the Lord says? Balak's trying to
1: compromise and say, well, can't you just ignore them altogether? Even though, let's face it, Balaam has no power. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he blesses or curses. He's just some guy. So it doesn't really matter what he does at all, but he has to at some point pretend to bless them.
0: Also, if I was Balak, mm-hmm. and I was trying to talk to Balaam and going, well, I really want you to bless you know, the Israelites. Yeah. But he's already seen Balaam absolutely kick the shit out of a donkey. <laughs> I'd be like this guy's absolutely nuts I'm not going to have a go here. crazy eyes yeah, yeah 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 absolutely
1: well speaking of which in between each of these times so basically Balak says oh are you going to curse them and Balaam says no then Balak kills an ox and like sacrifices it to God basically to say oh how about now I've killed this ox how about you curse them now and mm. Balaam goes well no obviously that's not going to do it mm. he goes, okay well what if I just kill this ram so as well no, no, it's not going to do it. Oh, what about this bull? No, that's not going to do it. Balak is actually doing what the Israelites are doing, and just
0: sacrificing animals. Balak's not necessarily doing anything wrong here. I don't think most of these armies aren't doing it. Like the the only group that has opposed the Israelites that are genuinely deserve to be opposed were the Egyptians, and yet they're the only group that the Israelites seem to have remorse. <laughs> For <laughs> leaving, they go. Why can't we go back there? Because you killed all of them. You've destroyed entire civilizations who have done nothing wrong, and you don't seem to shed a. You know, you don't look back once. The f-
1: the first blood on the Israelites' hands were the leaders
0: of Egypt. Yeah, and at least, the, but the leaders of Egypt. were I mean, they were they slaves. were bad guys. They, they were, were slave owners. They were, yeah. they, were, they were slave owners. Yeah. What uh, the frick is this guy done? What's what's Balak ever done? Moses needs to tell us in
1: this book what these leaders are doing wrong because Balak seems fine in yeah. my book so far.
0: But that's the point. Is I that... think Balak's... I think not only is he fine. I think he's fit. You think Balak's kind of alright. <laughs> I think Balak is the fittest character we've had. All right, that's pretty sexy. Yeah, I'd love to. Um. So at
1: it, this, because it, it's interesting you say that. Actually, at this point, we are given the impression that the Israelite army is leaving on the rest of society because mm. Balaam <laughs> says. Uh, so this is twenty three twenty four. If you want the <laughs> numbers behold the people shall rise up as a great lion and lift up himself as a young lion he shall not lie down until he eat of the prey and drink the blood of the slain like the israelites now are known to be this incredibly powerful monster who will slay their foes and drink their blood and they will not give up until all of their enemies are conquered which is like not what the hero's army should be putting across that's not a cool image for them to be putting across. They it's should really be weird. It should be like, oh, look at this wonderful, peaceful army. They seem like an army, but really, what they're doing is they come into the cities, they just talk to people, and then everyone leaves much happier and on board. Yeah. Not like then they slaughter <laughs> their enemies
0: and slit their throats. The bo- the body count is insane. The yeah. body count in, in this episode is is this episode in this part of the book is is insane. So Balak then does asks Balam for another oracle surprise surprise Balam does the exact same thing again I mean Balak is a bit of a fucking idiot for keeping I yeah. mean he you know yeah there's that what's that thing The definition of insanity is doing, this, doing the, the same, thing, the same over thing over and over expecting different results yeah um, I wouldn't know anything about that come uh, when Balak's anger burned against was, Balam was, was well, hmm? I didn't say anything uh, he struck his hands together and said to him I summoned you to curse my enemies but you have blessed them three times now leave at once and go home <laughs> Fair enough, I think. Yeah, but um, d- hasn't done what he's told. But he also it's fine. It's just a. There's there's been a few times in this book where the characters who I guess are meant to be the villains mm-hmm. have kind of made fair points. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than a piece of fiction, or you know, or or fact in the case of this book, or maybe fact or fiction. No one knows. Mm-hmm. Did it happen? Did it not? What the Bible? Yeah, no. What? Oh, I mean,
1: a version of it may have happened, but obviously. Nobody would have had enough facts to write
0: it down. Most of it must be just them making it up, right? You serious? Yeah. And you think I'm disrespecting this book? Every book I've ever read has, is true. <laughs> Every book you've ever read? I've never read. read anything that hasn't been, ha- actually happened. Is that why you never go into your wardrobe? I've, uh, whatever book that references, I've not read.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um Balam then answers Balak did I not tell the messages you sent me even if Balak gave me his palace filled with silver and gold I could not do anything of my own accord good or bad to go beyond the command of the lord so you know Balaam has been very open with Balak and said look I know you want me to bless them but you have to believe me when I tell you that blessing your troops is not an option because I believe in the Balord <laughs> okay
1: now would you like a balloon below or would you like 99 red balloons see after this music break <laughs>
0: So we finished uh, Balam and Balak off mic. We've had another tense conversation. Elliot says uh, these, quote, jokes, unquote, about, quote, come, unquote, have gone on for too long. He then proceeded to put on Come On Eileen. And I don't know where I stand with the band. because I said that the start of that song is the most exciting thing I think I've ever heard. Uh,
1: and then obviously you just started singing it and you were freaking out and... Taking all your clothes off i didn't
0: really like it well that's 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 how i do things i was getting ready to put some makeup on your face (laughs) i think you might be the chosen one
1: what what are you wiping on my forehead is that what i think it is
0: it's nothing don't worry about it boy oh god anyway we might have to it it might have to go to a poll from our listeners do you like the cum jokes or not i mean they're not jokes (laughs) email in now (laughs) but uh you know might have to go to a poll you can put that on on your little uh, facebook page (laughs)
1: <laughs> Don't be dismissive of my social put media on your little, Put it on your little Facebook page
0: Go on Go on Maybe some Russian bots can hack it And we'll have another four years of Trump Go on Put it on your fucking <laughs> Facebook page, mate I will not have this podcast Be part of that We're okay. we're Democrat Okay, <laughs> we're we? We're Democrats, bro Okay, okay
1: Yeah? I mean, we are I'd imagine, probably If we had any kind of leaning in that, Mm-hmm But... Um, anyway. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> I don't know. I think this podcast is too political. Do you? Yeah, and I think we should get ourselves banned like the Iceland advert that's going on around the internet at the minute. Do you reckon that's real that, that that's no, been banned? No, of course it's not. I think they're, it's, no, they're same. trying to make it viral for itself. They've, so basically, for anyone who doesn't know, there's an Iceland Christmas TV advert at the minute.
0: Iceland, for our American listeners or non-UK listeners, is a supermarket chain. Yes, and uh, they sell food that you wouldn't eat at christmas. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not true. They they sell all right stuff. Uh, do they? Some of it, yeah.
1: But I mostly Oh, what are you too good for it? I mostly. Are you
0: too, Are you do you think you're too good for Iceland? Genuine question. Do you think you're too good for Iceland?
1: Yes, because I only buy products with palm oil. So the advert in question is about an orangutan and it's saying like don't don't do deforestation, it's bad because palm oil's manufacturers are killing orangutans and stuff. Mm. Uh, and now it's going around the internet like, they don't want you to see this advert, but I think everyone should see it. It's not political to believe in the planet. Yeah. And I think we should get something going like that for this podcast.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you seem to have a go at them. Fair play. I mean, <laughs> fair play, I think. I mean, what are we going to do? What? Maybe a super cut of every time the word come is said. And they go like, the man wants us to ban this. We will never stop saying that word.
1: Who has the time? It'll be like six hours. We're too political. To prove it, here's a six-hour audio compilation of the times when Sean McLaughlin has said the word come. (laughs) No, not that Sean McLaughlin, the other one. No, not that one either, the other one.
0: (laughs) Oh, please do give us those five-star reviews on iTunes, guys.
1: (laughs) All right, let's crack a in, shall we?
0: Yeah, let's crack a lacquen with Balak and Balam.
1: (laughs) the israelites we're back to the israelites
0: oh god uh who it was Corbyers. so nice not having them around <laughs> wasn't it nice at that last story they're when monster, you was just, aren't they? <laughs> there was just a little bit where there wasn't any moaning fucking they're, they're either they're either moaning or yeah. slaughtering people well, and then they're we, never nice they're, it's never a pleasant time
1: and then we had a breather with a little cartoon chap and his talking donkey going on a little adventure of their own yeah
0: and yes, it was violent, it was brutal. But it was, you know, it's, it's a palate cleanser, isn't it? It definitely is. But hey-ho, we've got to go back to the Israelites. Don't call me a ho. But we're back to the Israelites. Oh, I just hate being with the Israelites. Like, I, know, I, know. I know that might not be... By the way, we're not saying that in in a modern no, way. What are you, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, God. All the stories to do with the Israelites are just so grim. Mm. They're so grim at the moment. It's all just death and moaning and...
1: Yeah. People being destroyed. And they're meant to be the heroes, but they just... They what? Their marketing is poor, I think.
0: Yeah? Yeah. How would you market them?
1: Facebook page, Uh, obviously. So we return to the Israelites post-battles. They're kind of stronger now. They're a proper army. They're a proper group of people. Yeah. And there's some some, uh, bad stuff going on. There's some people doing some bad things. (laughs) Israelite men
0: are doing sex with women wrong. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell how. Israel was staying in Shittim. Anything you want to say about that sentence? That's the first sentence. It's
1: fine, it's just the name of a place. Intellectual mate,
0: I, I is. Was staying in Shittim. The men. <laughs> the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with the Moabite <laughs> women. <laughs> what does that mean? Bumming. I, what? Sexual immorality? What sexual immorality? with?
1: If it's man and woman, isn't that fine in the Bible?
0: I don't know. Is it because they're, they're not married? They're not married,
1: are they? Oh, is it because they're Moabite? Is it because they're the bad guy? I don't know. The bad guy armies women? Is that
0: the I idea? don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Moabite women invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. The people ate and bowed down before the gods. So Israel joined oh. in worshipping the Baal of Pure, and the Lord's anger burned against them. Oh, okay. So they've basically turned their back on... They're banging women and then to try and impress them. They're
1: praying to the other god. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then real god. We've all been there. Yeah, real god. That's is, my life.
0: He's a YouTube gamer, and he's pissed off about it. I, yeah, we've all been there. We've you you've faked religions just to faked keep religion. fucking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Peace be upon you. Yeah, etc. Yeah, I, I say that at the end.
0: Get that sweet bod over here, baby. <laughs> yeah, in the name of Krishna. <laughs> yeah, you know the weirdest one. What? It was when I
1: finished. We put our clothes back on. When you what? And I was like, may the force be with you. Because <laughs> they would only be with me if I was a Jedi. Fair enough. But little do they know, I'm a Sith. So, it's uh, Darth,
0: <laughs> Darth Fallows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sh- sh- please move on. <laughs> Please get your shit together, Elliot. We're so close to the end. I've got a driving lesson, okay? Okay, okay.
1: So, real God is pissed off. He basically starts a bit of a hate campaign, a bit of a...
0: Is it a plague? Is there
1: something... There's definitely a definite basic, plague going on. Something that sweeps across the Israelites that's kind of cursing them a little bit because mm-hmm. of because of these actions. And that culminates in one big event with uh with with it's, it's exciting i like it so they're all it sounds in- like you can't remember. <laughs> I do, I do <laughs> it so- remember it sounds
0: like you're struggling to remember what,
1: what happens okay well here's the whole story then everybody's in the tabernacle yeah one man enters with a i think uh. it's a medite woman and uh that's basically a woman from another camp obviously midianite midianite woman yeah. uh not allowed their god's pissed off about it but everyone's still kind of having a plague but one man will stand up against this treachery and evil and his name is phineas and phineas is the son of eleazar who as you may remember from the last episode is the son of aaron the ghost of aaron returns his blood flows the grandson of aaron is here to to save the day aaron obviously if you don't know died in the last episode and then woke up in 1985, but we're not going to see what happens. there. He's going to get his own spin-off series elsewhere. So we never see Aaron again, but he's he's probably fine in the future. Anyway, uh, Phineas takes a spear from Mm -hmm. the tabernacle, follows the man and the Midianite woman, Mm -hmm. follows them into their little tent, and just before they bump and grind, Phineas stabs the man with the spear. It goes all the way through him and then into the woman. So he kills them both with one move... And the plague is gone. The plague disappears. God says, yeah, okay, that'll bring an end to it.
0: That's a pretty sick movie, Pauls. It's pretty fucking cool. That's like a real, uh, that's a real like end of an action film in 2003 move. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how Triple X ends. Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's very much like the hack thing that movies do now where there's a big blue beam of light going into the sky and it's like, oh no, the world's going to be destroyed. Yeah. And the only way to do it is just to stop this one villain. Yeah. And that villain isn't named, I don't think, is he? This guy.
0: Who, the man, the man who's yeah. shagging the woman? No, I don't think so. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so Phineas stabs them both. Everything falls calm. But then Lord says to Moses, treat the Midianites as enemies and kill them. <laughs> well, obviously. you got So obviously there's also that. You've got to kill them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we then have the second census. Mm-hmm. So there was a census made before. Uh, so that is obviously
1: what? numbers is referencing is this census that they have to keep doing
0: the second census six hundred one thousand seven hundred and thirty men of israel so what they've had like one thousand more people is that it i think they've i think they've got less people fewer okay um you want to be a prick your whole life do you want to be a prick your whole life
1: (laughs) no but it's the curse that i've already taken on i've had 26 years of it
0: oh you're 26
1: i'm 27 in about three weeks Checked your watch there like a knob (laughs) I'm 27 in about four more hours. <laughs>
0: why why did I just check my watch? you not. <laughs> Look at the date on it. Uh, anyway, okay. 601,000 men of Israel, mm-hmm. 23,000 Levites. Great. Who cares about them? Absolutely. Then we have some stuff about Zelofadad's daughters, which... Is, this is so boring. I quite like this bit. You like this bit? Well, this is the bit
1: I'm... I'm... God,
0: you're pathetic. No,
1: it's not... I don't like it. It's just interesting to pick up on. Fine. we've, let, we've mentioned... Let, let,
0: let, 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 let's, let's hear what Elliot J. Fallows thinks is interesting to pick up upon. Give we... in mind he doesn't want me talking about cum. Let's see what you think is more exciting than that. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, inheritance
1: law. Uh, <laughs> no, we've mentioned before how... Uh, women in the Bible are portrayed as being either dumb or pointless or nameless moron. Like they're stupid, they're dumb as. Mm. And now they're in being the in Bi- the sh- in the Bible in in the Bible, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if women are useless. I think it's like, what's the point? Uh, anyway, it's it's in the Bible, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting in this bit that they given they given an inch, but not the mile. Okay. Yeah. Um, you going to do a joke there about giving women an inch? Well... I don't know anything about that. Okay, that's fine. No. Uh, so God lays out the rules of how to inherit things. So because now the Israelites are starting to die off, they've been going for a while, uh, it's become a generational thing. It's not necessarily the same people who left Egypt that are now walking around the desert as much. It's, yeah. it's now their kids and their grandkids. You know, it's it's uh, say by the Bell new class, the new generation. Mm. Um. So God is saying anyone who dies, their sons should get the inheritance. Hmm. But then there's one major family who only had daughters and the daughters are like, well, why can't we get anything? So Moses says, "Mm, I talk to God. God says, "Okay, that's fine. If someone doesn't have a son, everything should go to the daughters. So then the inheritance goes to them. But it is still saying if a family has a son, they're more important than the daughter. Mm. And that's that is that is worth talking about, I think. Sorry, you can't you can't put tape over my mouth, mate. I think that women should be given just as much as men, but clearly you don't think that kind of thing should get airtime.
0: Should we move into the next bit? Yeah, it it got more fights in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is big. This is actually quite moving. Okay. Moses, that faithful little bro, that little alien fella, yep. with his mashed up face, his dreams of Space Christmas on Glax 4.
1: I think he knows now he'll never he'll, well, ne- he'll never see another double sunset.
0: Yes, or a triple sunrise. Don't ask. <laughs> he knows that his time is coming to an end. Okay. Um, Good job. Uh, you know, I think he knows that You know, he's led the Israelites through mm-hmm. the desert. They've come a long way. Okay. And it's time to find his successor. Yes. It's time to find someone else to pass it on. And I was genuinely quite moved at this. We've, we've really... He's got to retire. We've yeah. really come... A long way with Moses. Okay, okay. Like, I feel like you're still making the joke, even though you're not making the joke. I don't know what you want me to do. Okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain, and in the Abarim range, and see the land I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was. Beautiful. So he knows his time is coming to an end. It's beautiful. Yeah. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honour me as holy before their eyes. So this is what I don't... They mentioned this when Aaron died as well. I don't know why God is bringing this up now. You want to go like, can you, let can it... you possibly let anything go? <laughs> Everything he's done twat. for him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But what is... You know, you know this thing, they mentioned this when Aaron died as well. So did Aaron and Moses deny God and we just didn't read that? Probably. It seems like a pretty important event, and we just haven't mentioned it.
0: I, d- I, d- I don't really know. I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what's happened either. Okay. <laughs> and the key thing is, there's no way that anyone could ever tell us otherwise. <laughs> Those pages are just missing in our Bible, okay? Uh, They're stuck together. Yeah. So the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun. Joshua. Nice. Remember him? He's that guy who pops up every now and then. He's like the assistant. Yeah. He's like Apparently he's been the assistant since youth, but we only just sort of
1: got to know him. He's the third or fourth one in command. I think he was there during the big yeah. fight scene.
0: Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit, and lay your hand on him. Nice. What do we think of the phrasing of that? I think that's fine. Sure, it's saying, molest Joshua.
1: <laughs> do what I wish you to do <laughs> him molest to, him. Take him to a mountain where no one can see
0: and just give him a little touch. Molest him until he knows that the spirit is in him. <laughs> if you get my drift. <laughs> Make him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and come. Mission him in (laughs) their presence. Give him some of your authority. I mean, I wonder what that's a metaphor for. Okay. So that the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest, who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command... The what? (laughs) Pardon? The what before the Lord, sorry? The Urim... Oh, okay. With an M. okay. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird for them to go, like, get disgusting. up, a, mount- it's get not up a, dis- a mountain and piss off it. Well, it's not a disgusting book, that's the thing. It's weird that they would, like, urine. Imagine if they said that, like, urine. It's <laughs> yeah. a classy piece of literature. Yeah, right. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. So Joshua's taken over. What do we think about that? I'm so angry. What about uh, Joshua? Uh, Why are you angry about Joshua? No, I think no, he's no. been a good
1: assistant. No, he will be. He'll be. No, he'll be a good leader. Um, that's not what I'm talking about, and you know it. The uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think the future of uh, Israel's in good hands. Surely no no harm can befall them.
0: There is something quite remarkable about Elliot's face when you can see his spirit has broken.
1: Oh, a vein popping up there, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty hot in here. So that's more or less coming to the end of this book now. So after this story, there are the rules and laws that were laid down in Leviticus and
0: Exodus, kind of repeated.
1: Uh, anything else to say about numbers before we shift?
0: Yes, before we move on to Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. where things are going to get quite emotional, actually. Yeah. So get ready for that, listeners. God and Moses, or mainly Moses, I says, through God, does make these things, a lot of the sort of rules are like tabernacle passover all stuff like that Mm -hmm. there's then a chapter called vengeance on the midianites right (laughs) now you remember that midianites yeah remember how they were told they're bad people they're bad people don't bang it goes into great detail here what happens okay and it's absolutely abhorrent (laughs) okay so basically the lord says to moses take vengeance on the midianites for the israelites after that you will be gathered to your people So Moses said to the people Arm some of your men To go to war Against the Midianites And to carry out The Lord's vengeance on them So they go Right They fought against Midian As the Lord commanded Moses Killed every man Among their victims Were Evi Rechem Zer Hur And Reba Characters I'd have loved to have Got to know a bit more But they're now all dead The five kings of Midian They were They also killed Balaam Son of Beor Unbelievable. They've killed Balaam. They've killed Balaam.
1: He was a fave guy. Why would you make us attach to him and make us think he's going to replace Moses and then slice him off like that?
0: Absolutely ridiculous. The Israelites captured the Midianite women and children and took all the Midianite herd, flocks and goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled as well as their camps. They took all the plunder and spoils, including the people and animals, and brought the captive spoils and plunder to Moses. So at this point, you're thinking, wow, that's pretty hardcore stuff. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Moses was angry with the officers of the army. Have you allowed all the women to live, he asked them? (laughs) They were the ones who followed Balaam's advice and and were the means of turning the Israelites away from the Lord in what happened at Pure, so that a plague struck the Lord's people. Kill all the boys, kill every woman who has slept with a man, but save yourselves every girl who has never slept with a man. So, is Balaam a bad guy? Was he doing something wrong? I don't understand. Balaam was trying to get the other armies to follow God. I cannot believe this. This is absolute (laughs) ballocks. This is total ballocks. Yeah. 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 It's (laughs) bullshit. Does that work? Does that work? It's (laughs) bullshit. It's bullshit. Total ballocks. Absolutely. (laughs) Is the donkey okay? Donkey's Guy's Own Talk Donkey's sh- Dead. Donkey's Guy's Own Talk Show, I think. A few more things are told. Uh <laughs> is that funny? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I like the bits when we skip over because we never know how to oh, address them. Just, what can we say to you? It's a
0: boring book and this is a boring podcast. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Nah. And then as we reach the end of numbers, we just start to see the boundaries mm-hmm. of the promised land drawn up. Here we go. This is quite cool. It's happening. We've come so far. Yeah. The promised land. We've made it. Finally. Aaron is gone. Miriam is gone. Moses lives. But he's on the way out. He's on the way out. He's chosen his successor, who is currently being fondled up a mountain as we speak. (laughs) Boundaries of Canaan given out. Canaan. Canaan. Whatever it is. Canaan. But the key thing is, even the old Levites, the old cruddy Levites, who were given the dog's dinner of a job, Mm -hmm. are given some towns on the plains of Moab by the Jordan, across from Jericho. The pasture lands around the towns that you give the Levites will extend out 1,500 feet, and the town wall. That's pretty cool. They're given a lot of towns. Six of the towns you give the Levites will be cities of refuge, to which a person who has killed someone may flee. Okay, so it's still, like, not the best one. They're getting utter crap holes. (laughs) They're getting... Escape from New York, shit, fuck, Arkham City, crap holes. Yeah, properly. Yeah, I was gonna say Arkham City. That's the perfect,
1: perfect analogy for it. That's kind of cool, at least. Yeah, I think like, it's... that'd be a. I bet it's a cool place to go for a weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go, Yo,
1: let's go on one of the Levite cities. Smoke some herb. Little Alcatraz cities. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. Okay. What do we think of numbers? I think actually, it was it was good. What well, I think it could be shorter. The the stories in it are great, mm. but they're held together by. The regular boring stuff that the Bible has in it.
0: Well, we were sort of saying this before, and we are going to move on to Deuteronomy for a reason we'll go into after a break, I guess. You're going to have a short break, yeah. A short biscuit break. Yeah, don't have a biscuit
1: during it, though, because it'll be probably about 10 seconds long. Enjoy the... Enjoy have the a biscuit. Second. Pause yeah. it. Yeah, no, don't. Don't... Don't pause it. Don't pause it. If any of you pause this... You have to listen to this all the way through from beginning to end, you know that. We're not some cheap whore you can just pick up and put down whenever you want. Yes, Elliot. Go okay. on, unleash, unleash. We are a classy-as-fuck prostitute. You don't find us walking the street corners, okay? We have our own flats. And if anything, we do have a service where we invite you to come to us. We're a prostitute that demands you come to us. Because mm. we're classy. Mm. We've got a red light in the window, but a gold chandelier in the bedroom. We've got diamonds on the walls. We've got platinum on the floor. We have ma- mahogany condoms. you goddamn right, we have mahogany condoms. And when you come, if it doesn't sound like a violin, you get out. You get out. We want classical music playing as it happens. Yeah. And you leave the money on the dresser on the way out, okay?
0: Do keep those five-star reviews coming, by the way, on iTunes. Oh,
1: absolutely. Please, Please
0: keep them coming.
1: time for
0: deuteronomy so we'll explain why we're doing this we finished the book of numbers we all remember that remember uh (laughs) and yeah the next episode could have been deuteronomy yeah but so much of deuteronomy is a repeat of stuff that we've we've had before and we know that this is the toughest part of the bible to turn into an entertaining podcast True. And each of the hosts have handled that in different ways. And I don't think any way is more dignified than the other. Not true. But we are entertainers first. First, we're entertainers. Second, we're educators. Yep. Third, mechanics, ironically.
1: So, yeah, weird. That yeah, none of you weird. watch our YouTube show, Sean and Elliot, Fix a Motorbike.
0: Still waiting on that screwdriver order. Yep. <laughs> um The key thing is, Deuteron- Deuteronomy yep. mainly takes the form of three sermons that Moses gives to the israelites
1: Mm -hmm. so is this in his retirement
0: sort of a big retirement speech okay and a lot of it is ground that he's covered there's a few battles early on that are sort of written in a similar way to the other ones but basically israel has reached the promised land yes they have received the promised land okay the quest is over it's quite astonishing i do feel strange it's strange how much more of the bible there is to come because it does feel like you looked at me there because i said (laughs) come and i didn't make the joke Oh, it's it's ruined me. It's like a virus. Well, I don't know what the problem is. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Mo- yes. You, do you know what I mean? But we, we have been focused on this one guy, this one crazy little bro. Mm. Boop, 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 beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep. Flopping about, about. Yeah. And he's done it. Moses never wanted this responsibility. Keep that in mind, listeners. He never wanted it. He murdered someone and we didn't know that that man would be our hero. Yeah. A crazy introduction to the to
1: the most significant character in the book thus far by a mile absolutely and yeah. very complex as well like we see him angry we see him upset we see him lose we see him rampantly in horny. love rampantly horny Ramp- constantly laying his hands everywhere
0: his hands go everywhere uh, he comes he goes as he pleases
1: taken from a, as a from a baby in a basket to the leader of the new world yeah and now he's now his time is has, has
0: uh as what
1: <sighs> say now the his...
0: word now his time has come towards the end of deuteronomy there is a song of moses and moses recited the words of this song from beginning to end in the hearing of the whole assembly of israel i'm not gonna read the whole thing it's very boring very long (laughs) uh have i not kept this in reserve sealed it in my vaults it is mine to avenge i will repay in due time their foot will slip their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon them that is Genuinely a random paragraph from this song that I picked out. Okay. Still quite a lot of anger under the surface, I think, with Moses. Quite a lot of rage about how his life turned out. Okay, really? You think he hasn't enjoyed... Well, I guess he didn't ask for it, did he? Some people are born great and some have greatness thrust upon them. And he's got that fucked up face as well. And he's got a fucked up face. And, keep in mind, he is an alien. So we get to the end. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. When Moses finished reciting all these words to all Israel, he said to them, "Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of the law. They are not just idle words for you; they are your life. By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. To fuck, 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 to possess." Okay, do you want to read it again? No! <laughs> no, I want to get on with it. I've got a driving lesson in 15 minutes. <laughs> Nearly had a heart attack then. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. I wonder if he directly did that in front of everyone, like for one last time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's like, for old time's sake. Lovely tradition. I'm here with Joshua. Lesser, lesser go. Yeah. <laughs> when Moses finished reciting go. all these words to all Israel... He said to them, take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of the law. They are not just idle words for you, they are your life. By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. Very beautiful, that. Okay, what does he's, it mean? He's just basically telling the Israelites, look, we've, we've done all this. You, you know, these, these are important things that we're saying. Live your life the good way. You've mm-hmm. done a lot of things to attain this land.
1: You're nearly there. You're
0: nearly there. Also, people in the front row, very sorry that I got, got it in your eye. Moses. Splash zone. Yeah. <laughs> it is a splash zone. Whenever Moses makes a speech, <laughs> the front three rows will get sticky. <laughs> you're going to cut that, aren't you? I can't. Why? Because you're not going to do it another way. It's part of the story. On the same day, the Lord told Moses, go up into the Abiram range to Mount Nebo in Moab, across the Jericho, and view Canaan, the land I'm giving the Israelites as their own possession. There on the mountain that you have climbed, you will die and be gathered to your people, just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor, and was gathered to his people. Pretty amazing. Moses then blesses the tribes, talks about uh, all the Israelites. He then talks about the Levites. Then we end Deuteronomy, and we end this incredible story of Exodus with a chapter called The Death of Moses.
1: What happens? (laughs) Well, tissues at the ready. Here we go. Moses arrives at the mountain in Moab. Mm-hmm. So this is a different mountain story so because because it, it, because the Bible's written like this, it might be repeating the story earlier where he makes Joshua the new leader, but then also he dies now. Or is it a different mountain? It says here Moses. You know what climbed... I mean? Is it the same bit again? Well, you let me finish. An extra fact. Will you let me finish? Well, I technically started first, so I'll let you start. Will you Go. let me finish? I'll let you start. Can you not finish near me, please.
0: <laughs> there is in... a splasher. Stop it. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo. You'd say Nebo? Yeah, but I'm an idiot. We're both doing our best. Okay. (laughs) Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of the Pisgah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him all the whole land, from the Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territories of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah, as well as the Western Sea. The This is boring. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when I said... I will give it to your descendants. So that's the covenant that was made uh, with the people. They've done it. This is what that is. They've done it. I (laughs) have let you see it with your own eyes. (laughs) Now you can die. But you will not cross over into Uh, it.
1: That's so sad. After all his work, all he really gets to do is just see it and then die. He never gets to live in the promised land.
0: Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth, pure, who? <laughs> who? Is that a character? Uh, just, Moses, what? the alien leader of the Israelites who freed them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just put him in like Beth Pure. <laughs>
1: She's got her own. butt. There's an all female reboot of the Bible, <laughs> and this is where it crosses over. <laughs> She's Christian, the... Christian Wig
0: is Beth Pure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the valley opposite Beth Peor, he was buried. But to this day, no one knows where his grave is. (laughs) Goodness me. Unmarked grave. Moses was 120 years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hand on him. I mean, they're really ramming that down our throats, aren't they? So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, and did all those miraculous signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. It's exciting. That's amazing. Yeah. This is great.
1: So our hero is gone. But his message and his mission remains. It'll oh, continue you, you were talking him.
0: about Moses as the hero? Yeah. Oh, i was, I was sorry. <laughs> who did you mean? Beth. <laughs>
1: Beth Kier. <you're... laughs> well, I mean, she's some people's hero, but she's not really marketed towards me, so I can't really connect to it as well. Um, so the mission and the and the people will continue without him. Joshua's now leading. And it's saying what? That God won't speak directly to Joshua?
0: Well, it seems like Moses was the last of the great prophets in that who has a relationship similar you know, I mean, Lord, Lord, the Lord will speak to Joshua. The okay. Lord, there's no doubt in my mind, the Lord is is still a major player in this book. But I think people, the likes of Moses, yeah, maybe we're not going to see them again for a while. We won't have these closed door meetings, at least. No, certainly not. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed that. That's the, the, we've now reached the end of Moses' story. Yeah. Moses, that's the end of the Torah. So, like, in terms of,
1: oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where the Torah ends. So is all the rest of this now just? The Christian Bible?
0: Just Bible, I think. Okay. I, I mean, I briefly looked at the Wikipedia page. It seems to say the Torah used to end on uh, Numbers, and now it's Deuteronomy. Okay, because
1: Deuteronomy basically wraps everything. It's like an epilogue to yeah, Numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why we've
0: popped it in here,
1: because it, it, the death of Moses is the only new bit in the Deuteronomy. Mm. So, um, so
0: there we go. What do you think he was thinking about right at the end there? What, Moses? Yeah. What do you think? He Was he thinking about his home planet? Was he thinking about all those space Christmases he'd never have? Was he thinking about his lover that he'd met on this land?
1: I think that's what it was. I think he came to realise that he was living in the past and trying to live back on his home planet, but he came to the realisation that the time he spent on Earth and the uh, love that he had around him was enough Mm. to, to make his life worth something. And now he knows that people will live on in a better place, uh, even though they're
0: clearly not grateful and they shouldn't mm. really have it. Um, okay. So I suppose the question is Moses' descendants. Mm-hmm. You know? Are we going to be seeing them in this book? I guess the real question that we have to ask now as biblical scholars moving forward, yeah. Moses, an alien uh-huh. who found a place on Earth, Yeah. do you think he laid any eggs? What, like in people's stomachs or something or in there? So d- wait, so let me get this straight. You don't think that Moses laid any eggs... For hatchlings? Uh
1: n I guess not. I guess we would have heard about them, right?
0: Well, I that's what I'm speculating. I mean, we're reading this book, we have to speculate what's coming up. Okay. We know Joshua's gonna have a period. Um We don't know that. That would be a twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um you know, I'm asking you a direct question here. People come here for opinions. Do you think Moses has laid eggs? Yes. Yes, you heard it here first. Moses has laid eggs. His spirit lives on in the book. We are delighted to bring the rest of this book to you. The book of Numbers was just the beginning. What? Moses has laid eggs, everybody. Somewhere his genetics are out there. And now we will go through the rest of the Bible with a fine tooth comb, waiting for the moment that his eggs are found. Oh, my God. Elliot,
1: anything to add? So there should be a literal Easter egg hunt. It's among, a Moses on egg in the desert hunt. somewhere. It's, it's, there it's, are a, Moses eggs somewhere it's a, out there. Are, there are Moses eggs. This is what the podcast was all along. Fuck the Bible, alright? The real thing... That's absolutely
0: not what we're saying here.
1: <laughs> okay, the real thing that we need you to do, listeners, is to get out there, go to the promised land and find those eggs. <laughs> you know they're there, we know they're there. The government have been covering this up for years, for millennia even. Okay? It's about time the truth was out there. Notice it... of the eggs are buried in the sand and our heads aren't. Okay, and now your eyes are open. Welcome to the conspiracy
0: theory Bible podcast. Moses' people procreate asexually. Like Godzilla, he's laid eggs. (laughs) The hatchlings will emerge. They too will have the spirit of the Lord in them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's find them. Area 51, do you think the US are involved in this? I think they must be, right? They've got their fingers in every other pie. (laughs) Got your fingers in every other pie. Why wouldn't they... I mean, you can't... Let's put it this way. You can't make an omelette without cracking a few eggs.
1: But it turns out you can lay a podcast without cracking any jokes. (laughs) Excuse me? Excuse me. Here is, (laughs) is, I think, the perfect point to... uh, Bring in our small request as we end the show.
0: Yes. So, listeners. (laughs) We've already given you a large request, which is go to the promised land and find (laughs) Moses X. Yeah. Here's just a smaller request for those of you who can't do that. Exactly.
1: Uh, Alongside the reviews and ratings that we're very grateful for. Thank you very much for those. Mm -hmm. What we want to do on the podcast is have an episode or have a feature where we're basically doing, like, mailbag. We're basically reading out your letters, right?
0: Well, potentially, yeah. I think it'd be quite nice. If basically,
1: if anyone has any questions, you can use the email address. We, we're we really going to push this email address. We've got a Facebook page now. We've got the Twitter, as usual. But the email address, if you write us questions or if you have any thoughts about any of the stories that you've heard so far, or what I would quite like is if, just like in Channel 5's Milkshake, you can draw the characters from the Bible, we'll like put them up somewhere and we'll have a special place. I I I would love it if somebody drew what they think Moses looks like. So like an alien with a fucked up face. Aaron's out there with his skateboard. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people should do that. I Miriam with instead... her arms falling off. I, I would love that. But you can also write to us and then we'll have an episode or we'll start having a regular feature where we read them out. But if you don't join in, you'll never hear of this
0: ever again. <laughs> and it, we never even wanted to do that. Shut up about it. I'm, I, I don't know why Elliot is being so forceful with you. You can do whatever you want. If you are indeed going to draw anything though, don't draw the characters. Draw maps Of your local area where you predict eggs could be buried. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. If if you want to just send us photos of eggs as well. (laughs) Send us any, if you see any eggs in your local area, send us to them. We will go and we will examine them. Absolutely. We will examine the eggs. Uh,
1: So, yeah, the email address is readthebiblepod at gmail.com. That's all one word, readthebiblepod at gmail.com. Yes. Um, Keep watching the skies. Listeners, Keep keep digging in the desert. Keep digging in the desert. (laughs) Don't uh, ever let the government lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) But the corporations are fine and corporations are great. Major corporations are great. Absolutely. Okay, see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was presented by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows. It was brought to you by Bible Corp. All artwork was by Ryan Weekman and music was by Ms. Petricor. This week's theme tune... With uh, Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. And uh, that's the end of the credits. Yeah. Professionally done,
0: I think. Professionally done. Yeah. Don't touch the eggs if you see them. <laughs> <laughs>